Saturday, 0120 hours. We'll call this melodrama Anger Issues. So did I make the call Howard told me to make? Does a pigeon's ass pucker in a nosedive? Before I spill, here's another key player in my universe. Shrinky Drink. My ponytail, hippie hick, sniper brother from another mother. Shrinky Drink. Took two psych classes at the community college and he thinks he's Freud. Actually, he's more like Dr. Seuss. He owns a dive bar called the Krusty Cock. Over the outside door is a sign of a rooster holding a beer with a black monocle covering his right eye. He's smiling with a cigar hanging out the side of his beak. Well, after the shit show with Howard and Punk, I find myself sitting on a bar stool at the Krusty Cock, watching Shrinky Drink pour a shot of tequila for himself. He squeezes a lime into an icy mug of soda water and ice, and then slides it across to me. I scan the place and notice Barfly in a booth, drinking by herself. Leaning against the pool table, eyeing her up is cue ball. Shrinky Drink throws back his shot, then smacks his hand on the bar in front of me. Yo, the doc's in. Got something on your mind? Open up, buttercup. How about I crack you upside the head and open you up? Right there is an example of an anger issue. I don't have anger issues, fuck doodle. I watch cue ball hang up his pool stick, and make a beeline for Barfly. Hey, hey, I am just trying to help you out. Yeah, if you don't feel the love, what can I say? I ain't going to keep throwing pearls to a swine. I got other fish to fry. Fish to fry? Don't you mean brain cells? I grip my drink and take a sip. Okay, peeps, here's some backstory. For as long as I've known him, Shrinky Drink's been growing this ganja two stories high. In the day... He managed to collect all kinds of weed seeds. His green thumb expertise for cultivating cannabis was epic. Okay, back to the present. Shrinky Drink throws a bar towel over his shoulder, then leans in nose to nose with me. All right, first off, it ain't skunkweed off the street. It's purely medicinal. Since when does medicinal marijuana grow in planters on your back porch protected by enough security cameras to protect Fort Knox? I turn my head to keep an eye on Barfly. Cue balls at her booth. Yo, you know I grow my own. Remind me again? Mine ain't tainted with D-E-E-T and mingled with mind-altering... You're a real fucking gem. Damn! He caught onto my pecker twists and shenanigans. The grin plastered across my face didn't help either. Shrinky Drink takes a deep breath, rubs his temples, and exhales slowly while rubbing the bottom of his earlobes. Probably something he learned from the yoga wench he's been banging. <sighs> Don't suck me into your deeper hostility, dude. Find an exorcist, all right? I point to my empty drink. Uh, some assistance, please? Yeah, I should piss in it. When you're done, suck my possessed pecker. You know, you should try podcasting. I should try whatting? I glance over at Barfly, cue ball zeroing in. Podcasting at some kind of social media platform. Hipsters are in here all the time talking theirs up. Something about craft beer. What kind of beer? You know, craft beer. They got something like 10,000 followers, dude. One of them was even bragging about how they make a bank from people advertising on their podcast. What the hell would I podcast about? Gaming, stocks, shit like that, chat about the war. I don't have time to wipe my ass. Man, come on. You just sit at your desk all day and watch stock numbers go up and down on the computer. 
Or you play video games with some kid living in their parents' basement. That's not all I do. Oh, excuse the hell out of me. You water your damn roses. You know, podcasting might help you get rid of that toxic sediment you got going on that's eating your insides. And one day, dude, one day when he finally opens you up, all they're going to find is mush. Fearful I may choke him with his own ponytail, I calmly ask, Did your remaining brain cell jump ship? Who's going to open me up? He grabs a towel off his shoulder and starts wiping the condensation circles in front of me. The Grim Reaper, man. And he's going to have one hell of a mess on his hands. I smack the towel out of Shrinky Drink's hand. Hey, cut the psychobabble. I came here to tell you I had an interesting conversation tonight with a World War II vet about using my military skills to make some money. Shrinky Drink tugs on his beard. He begins chewing the inside of his right cheek. Every time he does that, I want to smack the shit out of him. Yo, sounds a little slim shady, man. Where'd you meet this vet? A punk was beating the snot out of him in an alley next to the convenience store by my house. Shrinky Drink leans in. He's hooked. I continue. Get this. With the old man's own cane. I watch my brother from another mother's eyes go cold like the end of a Colt Python. Shrinky drinks in recon mode. All right. Did you smoke the punk? What? Yo, will I be reading about him in the obits tomorrow? I didn't smoke him. I broke his nose and his wrist, and maybe a few ribs too. That's it. I gotta admit though, it felt really good. Shrinky drinks cold pupils shift gear. Now they're lit up like a kid on Christmas morning opening up his first Nerf gun. He snaps me with his towel. Oh, that's because you have anger issues, dude. He spared my wrath when we're interrupted by Barfly yelling. Not interested. Fuck off, limp dick. Q-Ball doesn't listen. He keeps messing with her. I stand and say, that ball flap needs an attitude adjustment. Whoa, hold on, man. Back your shit up. This ain't Baghdad, and you ain't on the rooftop. Picking off terrorists. According to you, I've got anger issues, remember? As I walk toward the two lounge lizards, I hear Q-Ball slur. Hick. It ain't limp. You wanna see? As Q-Ball struggles to pull down his zipper, I tap him on the shoulder. Spare us, asshole. Lady's not interested in your limp dick. I look at her. Are you interested? Barfly licks her hot pink lips and smiles. She's looking me over like she wants to suck me like a crab leg. You. I do you in a heartbeat. Him? Ugh. I'd rather slide down a razor blade into a tub of alcohol. Cuball pushes me aside. Come on, baby. You know you want me. Then just like that, he squeezes her left boob. Barfly doesn't miss a beat and tosses her drink in his face. Cuball draws back to punch her lights out. Stupid bitch. I got something for you. I grab his arm. Whoa, Nad Nuggets. Think about what's going to happen if you do what you're about to do. Q-Ball shoves my hand off his arm, straightens up and squares his shoulders. Touch me again, asshole. See what happens. Two things you peeps listening to this podcast need to know. Number one, I never back down from a threat. And number two, if I say something once and do not get the response I expect, <laughs> a hurting will follow. Shrinky Drink tries to rationalize with Q-Ball. Well, I'd make tracks if I were you, man. Fuck you, hippie freak! Shrinky Drink raises another shot of tequila. All right, permission granted to ease your anger, soldier.
I can't help thinking Barfly has a say in the matter. After all, it was her boob that was squeezed. I ask her, what do you think? Seriously? What do you think I think? I soloplex a strike cue ball. He goes down hard, gasping in fetal position. We each grab a leg and drag cue ball to the door. As we toss him into the street, Shrinky Drink warns, Come to my bar again and I'll let my friend kill you. My body pats my back. So, dude, tell me about using your skills to make money. The next day, I'm sitting at my desk and staring at the number Howard scribbled on my palm. Son of a bitch. He, he must have used a permanent black marker, I think. What the hell? I call the number. It rings once. The voice on the other end of the line wasn't what I expected. Whoever this motherfucker is calling me at this hour, your ass better be bleeding, dying, or calling me from beyond the grave with the winning lottery number. I sit back in my chair with a clear mental picture of mother. First, she, she can't say her thes or fs to save her ass. Her voice is deep with a tinge of gravel. She's probably sitting in a sterile room smoking cigars and watching a blinking monitor screen. Her fingers probably have mile-long, razor-sharp nails punching codes controlling our universe. I imagine she's got a set of nads the size of bowling balls. And when she walks, they drag on the ground and get rug burns. I hesitate. Mother? Yours? Hell no! Wait, don't hang up. Howard says, man, what did he say again? I hear her impatient nail taps. Next time I see Howard, I'm gonna smack that old fool upside his damn head for gathering bodies dumber than whale shit at the bottom of the ocean. You've got some kind of nerve calling my curvy black ass at 3 a.m. Please, accept my apology. Listen, psychotic gentleman. You're lucky I don't ride this signal right through your phone and choke the living. <sighs> Rhymes with frock. What? Frock! As in frock you! Oh, now I remember... Howard says to tell you, sitting ducks. Got the same fax number? How the fuck, I mean fuck, do you know my fax number? Just remember, I know everything. I see everything. Info coming to you in two. Read it, shred it, or I will chop you into little pieces and fertilize your rose garden. The line goes dead. I watch a sheet of paper spit out my fax machine and swipe it. My trigger fingers twitching. I hold up the photo of Jose and read the note under his picture out loud. Jose's a human trafficker specializing in girls 13 and younger. Okay, that's disgusting. He frequents Al Carbonitas, a local taco stand four cities north of you. He's an alcoholic uh, who smokes like a chimney. Okay. Been arrested several times for sexual assault, pig. Never prosecuted. Victims never press charges. My cell phone rings. Now you understand what we do, Marine? Howard? Dirty bird. Howard doesn't exist. On the bottom of the paper, you'll find a Swiss account number. Money will be wired there when you send mother a picture proving the problem's been resolved. If you do this, if you do this, there's no turning back. Any questions? Who are you people? I told you, sitting ducks. We take care of the evil turds that the powers that be should be taking care of but aren't. Whose mother? She's the handler. I'm the gatherer. 
We good, psychotic gentlemen? Psychotic gentlemen? Mother baptized you with that moniker. Got a problem? Not at all. It's catchy. Great. Take care of business. The next evening, I skedaddled to Tacos El Carbonita. It's midnight. All kinds of people are lined up waiting to order. The smell of pulled pork and fresh corn roasting on a pit outside has me hankering from some south of the border, too. I'm about to walk over and get me a taco when I spot him. A fat, balding ball sack. I flick my cigarette out the window of my Ford Expedition and tap on the steering wheel, whispering, Jose, can you say adios? Sex trafficking colon torch. Yeah, peeps. Wifey got the SUV. Don't give me any snark. The things that we do for love and fear of a painful death. So where was I? Oh, yeah. I jumped out of my SUV, leaned against the driver's door. I light another cig, blow another round of smoke rings over my head, and wait. I watch Jose gulp down his Corona, toss a bottle on the ground, and stumble past me to his silver Mercedes parked next to me. He pulls out his keys and fumbles with the lock. When I cough, he looks at me and smiles. Hola, amigo. Can you spare one? Sure. I pull a pack of Marlboros from inside my jacket, tap the bottom as I hold them out to him. Gracias. De nada. Do you have a light? Sure do. I pull out my green smiling cactus-shaped lighter. Jose's eyes widen. He pulls his cigarette out of his mouth and points it at me. Let me guess. You got it in Mexico. Yep. Tijuana. Jose nods his head like a dashboard bobblehead. He's about to stick the cigarette back into his mouth and stops. Good times there. Yes. Real good times. He shoves the cigarette back into his mouth and smiles. The scumbag may be thinking of a good time, but I'm imagining a young girl cowering on a filthy bed. Her whimpers turn into screams when Jose approaches her, puffing a cigarette. Then I, I come back to reality when Jose's pudgy finger starts snapping in front of my face. Hey, gringo. How about doing me? You got it. I slip a stiletto out from behind my back and... Adios. I'm a ghost. Tonight's my Call of Duty revenge match against Pocus Hocus. He lives across the continent and we coordinate times to compete. I don't know how many rounds it's going to take me to take him out. So don't hold your breath. I, I, I know, I know. Left you hankering for a taste of Jose. Don't worry. You'll get the whole Jose gator bait enchilada the next time I hijack your radio waves with my melodious voice. Until next time, peeps. I'm Will Kill You, and I'm off with a bang.